Hello? Hey, did you just say hello? Yeah. Well, hi. <laughs> What's up? Nothing. I just cracked open my beer, man. How you doing? I'm good. Just sitting here talking to Sean and watching my wife listen to music. Oh, wow. How lame. <laughs> what up, guys? How we doing? Welcome back to What's Brewing. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at What's Brewing, bruh. I am Trey, and you are... Jesse, um, I appreciate the latency. That latency period just fucked us. Apparently, I didn't fuck everybody up. Apparently, I didn't suck. Episode one, so I'm back. Yeah, man, you're right. You didn't suck. <laughs> how'd you, how'd, honestly, how'd you enjoy that first episode, though? Um, first episode in the beginning, I had some nerves, as you could tell. But toward the middle, toward the middle and the end, it's like I hit my groove, and really. Who doesn't like to hear themselves talk? Me, I don't like to hear myself talk at all. <laughs> I'm a conceited ass person, so I love hearing myself talk. Well, good. I appreciate that. I, I I'm glad that you uh, had fun. How'd your How'd your wife enjoy it? Uh, it was nice. It was funny. Oh, good. Well, by the way, friend of the show, Renee, aka Melody, aka. Melody, aka Renee, how you doing today? I'm doing good. What about you, man? I'm I'm always good, man. Well, I, I mean, honestly, I'm not gonna lie. Today, I I just wasn't really feeling it. Um, I woke up this morning. I had a I had a work meeting, and I woke up late for the work meeting. Well, I did this thing. You know, you always do this thing where your alarm goes off, and you're like, "Man, I'll be good for another ten minutes," and then thirty minutes later, you wake up, and all panic sets over you. That's what happened to me today. Like I, uh, I, I was late, and then I just kind of, I kind of mailed it in for the whole day. And I, <laughs> I really shouldn't say that because I work with kids, but I kind of mailed it in, man. We, we, uh, we, we have like specific things that we have to do, and then there's other times where you just kind of have to fill the gap sometimes. And and though I, I did what we had to do all early and then for the rest of the time we just kind of chilled and mailed it in and um hopefully anyone I know that works around me or works above me don't hear that um, <laughs> <laughs> so we we also have a friend of the show Sean how you doing today I'm outstanding how about yourself I am good man unfortunate circumstances as to why you are in Texas but you know we here yeah, we, we shouted you out last week. By the way, I don't know if you listened. I never got around to. I did download it though, so I'll definitely listen on the plane ride back to Atlanta. Well, I mean, hey, I'll, I'll be happy to see you when you get back. You know, you know where to find me. <laughs> yeah, I I should know where to find you, but you know, you know how things go these days. Um, <laughs> so we uh we will get right into actually why Melody is here because we have a story um for why Melody and Jesse are married. That sounded weird. How, the, how, <laughs> that how we met? No, no, no. How you met is such a generic ass question. Like, yeah, how'd y'all meet? No, 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 no. Um how's married life right now? Um what you guys knew we'll get into how y'all met. But just this how man, come on now. This is a different show. So, what's your question? 
my, my, my question is, how's married life going right now? Because everyone knows I am the farthest from that shit. Yeah, we know. It's not true. Um, um, married life is great. You know, we've been we're going on two years. Um, of course, we get into it like in like any married couple, and pretty much it's her house. I just live here, but um, I think married life is great. It's the best thing I ever did. Right. Uh, I get. Uh, Melly, how how about you? It's horrible. No, it, it's good. Look, now it's good. Now, definitely some trials and tribulations, you know, starting off really, really rough. Um, but it's going good now. So, how was doing this whole thing during the pandemic? Because I can imagine that, like, heads get buttered. And, and you both work from home, don't you? I did work from home at the beginning of the pandemic, but I started back working in office i guess you can call it in august no september well so i bet like that first day you got to work and you just like had a deep breath like fuck hell yeah hell like it was just the first day back i, did. <laughs> I get to get away from this asshole exactly. who likes to hear himself talk apparently and then i ain't gonna lie like she when she left because i was around her from march until august and september like when she left i'm a very codependent person very. And I, 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 I did not take it well at first. I was like, damn, I'm by myself. What the fuck am I going to do? <laughs> <laughs> so what did you do? Work, watch TV, <laughs> Netflix, HBO Max, Hulu, Amazon Prime. Like before the, there you go. before the pandemic, I was that person who could never finish a show. Right. Since the pandemic, hey, I got a list of shows I love now. <laughs> Yo, man, I did this thing where like I I rewatched all of my favorite things. So I did the I did the car wash of the twenty three MCU movies. I did that twice. I did um, Lost. I did Game of Thrones twice. We watched. Game I did Breaking Right. We watched Game of Thrones for the first time. You watched. Game of Thrones. It wasn't the yes, it was. You watched Game of Thrones twice. Yes. Oh my god. You learn a new thing every time, bro. Come on, don't be that. Yeah, but for you to run it through twice, I, I mean, you know, hey, more power to you. I mean, no, I mean, if you want to, if you want to ask me how many times I've watched it in total, it's been like five. But I mean, you can't see Cersei fuck her, her fuck her brother <laughs> enough times, honestly. Look, I ain't gonna get into Cersei. I'm not gonna get into Cersei right now because I'm gonna be judged. <laughs> Y'all are watching. <laughs> yeah, she fucks her brother. They, they have children together. Spoiler alert. <laughs> no. I think we're gonna say that before. Oh my god! <laughs> before you <laughs> No, no, no. That was fine. You're definitely supposed to say that afterwards. I, I, I commend you on that. Okay. Um. So, how did you guys meet? Did y'all go to high school or something together? So Sean and Renee can tell the story. <laughs> um. Pretty much through mutual friends. I had to take one for the team, even though he swears up and down that he did not. I mean, that I did not take one for the team. Wait, hold up. Wait, wait, wait. Before you keep going, what do you mean by take one for the team? So, at least the story that I received from my friend who was dating Sean at the time was that Jesse was all in their business 24 7. Not true. 
and they needed someone to, I guess you could say, distract him. Oh, <laughs> I guess. Like, I don't know how else to put it, but distract him. So was this like a deliver us from Eva type deal? Have you ever seen that movie? Y- yes. Yeah. That's exactly what it was like from the story that I received. Oh, man. Okay, that's the story I received. That he swears up and down to this day that that is not true. All right, Je- all right, Jesse. Let her go. Let her finish, and then you have a rebuttal. I'm here for all of this, by the way. <laughs> I mean, that's it. I took one for the team. No, okay, so so how how was the so you took one for the team, right? And then you just started liking them. Like I, I'm you. You went from A and then skipped all the way to like <laughs> we, we motherfucking married now. Oh, uh, so you want the whole story? I want to know, not from A to Z, of course. I just want, like, how y'all met and then how y'all got together. Because, like, he, if you listened last week, he told us, like, this whole thing about how he was completely heartbroken and everything from you. And uh, we would kind of like to want to hear that part, too. I'm very much rolling my eyes. Um, Pretty much, yeah. I took one for the team. We became friends. He proposed to me after, what, like a month? That's a, a few weeks. Oh, hold up. <laughs> no. No, Jesse, let her go. Let yes. her go, please. Uh, my dumb ass said yes. Oh, Next day, <laughs> I was like, you know what? No, that's not smart. We should not do that. Like, come on now. But, um, yeah, we developed a friendship. And then it just evolved, been on and off for years, toxicity and everything. And then I want to say, what, two, 2016? That's when it, I guess, you know, no, it was 16. No, it was 16. Jesse, let her go. No, it was 16. Yeah, it, it was 16. So, it was 16. So, like I was saying, I was rudely interrupted. Um, yeah, 2016 got serious, you know, growth and maturity. And the next year he proposed, and it's just been a downhill ever since then. Well, no, uh, you know, I uh, I appreciate that part because um, I didn't know the whole the whole proposing after a few months. Jesse, talk about this whole proposing after a month type deal. I was a 15-year-old boy with mom and dad. You were, a how, what, you were how old? I was 15 years old. Okay, and what and what'd you propose with? Nothing. Good intentions. That's what I proposed with. Love and good intentions. I was a, you, know woman, you know women don't want that. But I was 15. What the fuck am I going to propose with? Why would you propose you were 15? Because he was 15. I was a 15-year-old <laughs> boy with mommy and daddy issues. And uh-huh. I fell in love fast and hard. And um perhaps why that's that's perhaps why we didn't last that long. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So was it one of those things where it's like you got super clingy, like yeah. um, hey, why aren't you texting me back within 30 seconds? Um, because I am. Yeah, it was like that. Um, and then we lost touch for a few years, and then we didn't date again until my like my freshman year of college. 
that that's what happened. Why you think I, don't, that? I don't remember that. That's what happened. And you know, one thing led to another. You guys are back together. You guys are happy and everything. Cool. Well, We're- most of our relationship has been us breaking up. To be honest. <laughs> because well, yeah. I used to be a very toxic ass person. Still a toxic person. Fuck you. <laughs> I used to be a very toxic person. Uh, due to childhood trauma, which maybe in another episode we can get into. But uh, okay. I was a very toxic ass person until I got in therapy. And I've been in therapy like four or five years now. Where's my credit? Here's your credit. You made me she gave me an ultimatum that if that if I did not go to therapy, we were not gonna be together. So I actually would like to talk about um the toxic ways you grew up and the toxic ways you were uh, um, husband and I mean, I guess not a husband, but a boyfriend and everything and your therapy. So we can get to that at uh, some point. Um, let's let's awkwardly transition gears here. Did you guys see what happened at the Capitol yesterday? No, what happened? Um, <laughs> turns out um, after months and months of probing and our president deciding that he wants to um, not give up his seat and all this stuff, he they knew that they were going to have this specific, this special count excuse me, have this special count for them of the recount of the electoral college and it they he enticed one hundred percent enticed this all out anarchy at the Capitol where they bur- they burst in and you know shit just went down. I um tell me your thoughts about that, uh, Jesse. Um, <clears throat> that was the most disgusting thing I've ever seen. Uh, I thought police, you know, to go back a little bit, when Mike Brown was killed in, in Ferguson, and then all those protests with cop, with cops shooting people and tear gas and people running for their lives, I thought that was the most disgusting thing I'd ever seen until yesterday when white people, a.k.a. the vanilla ISIS, uh, attacked the Capitol. Um, and you know... Just to throw out a Game of Thrones reference here. If it would have been black people, it would have looked like the red wedding outside. Right. Yeah, there there would have been bodies um all over the place. They would not have made it inside. They would not have. I, like you could even see this video of Capitol Police opening barricades and letting these dumb dumbass idiots through the barricades so they can right. go in the building. Like what the fuck was that about? Honestly, I, I, and I could not seriously get get it from this standpoint. Um, they had an opportunity to grandstand so hard about something that didn't go their way, because you know that's what they were telling us. You guys are rioting and blah, blah. Even though, you know, riots were like a very, very small number of things that were happening. You guys are rioting because you can't get your way. Mm-hmm. Which, you know, first of all, was a stupid thing to say. 
but they had an opportunity to show us <clears throat> what you're supposed to do in a protest and they completely dropped the ball and we can I, I, reasoning is honestly not even my point because they're beyond reasoning and they're beyond reason they're beyond logic and fact as well 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 yeah the thing that bothers me the most is that they were so against it but they saw what happened in the riots and were able and was able to justify everything that happened yesterday as well y'all did it why can't we no matter what they said you know 6 months ago when all this stuff was happening they it just shows that they still it shows that they don't get the point right because all of the protests and all of the peaceful things that were happening were sandwiched with a couple of fucking targets getting burned and they had the chance that's why I say I'm getting past reasoning because you know the reason was fucking stupid but reasons are reasons and I'm not even going to get into that um but you they 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 got out here and felt proud of themselves to say well y'all did it too you put yourselves above us but then when you decide that you want to be do humane things when you get pissed off you do very human things not to mention and, not to mention yeah, they they pick and choose when they think blue lives matter well, see, that's the thing. I I don't think they ride with police as much as they thought they did. They only ride with people who are adversaries to black people or people who feel adversarial to black people. They only ride with the opposite of black people. So that whole Blue Lives Matter stuff and and riding with the police and all that stuff, they only did that because that felt like adversaries to black people. Donald Trump is def is definitely an adversary to black people, and they're gonna ride with whatever he says. They're gonna ride with that. So when these people are block seemingly blocking something that's that's against Donald Trump, they're like, "Oh wait, hold up, no, no, no. We we know who the hierarchy is. We know who we want to um, we know who we want to ride with. So we're gonna ride with that. And if you gonna block us from it, you gonna go down too." You see all these people turning on all these Republicans. Um, freaking, uh, who's the guy that they that they freaking tortured at the airport? Mitt Romney. They went after him. They went after Mike Pence. They they went after all these Republicans who are just like, look, man, hey, something ain't right here because the Cheeto in chief decided that I don't like this person anymore. And that's insane to me. Like, loyalty only gets you so far with this man. Like, you're expected to be loyal to Donald Trump indefinitely, and he can end his loyalty to you whenever he feels like it. And he and he will, and he's going to. You you, you know what the 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 biggest the biggest like indictment of these people to me is is that. These are the ones that like he doesn't care about because the ones that he cares about and the people that are donating to him and all that stuff, 
are big, big, are big, rich politicians and stuff who needed him to keep their pockets aligned. These people ain't donating to him. These people don't have the money to donate to him. They just followed him because he, again, it is against black people. He's against colored people as a whole. And they like, shoot, man, I don't like them either. We here for it. You gave us a voice to do this dumb shit, and we finna ride with you. I've, I've never seen such... Like in the NBA, they call LeBron fans bronsexuals, and this is the same thing. Well, no, no, no. It's not. It's worse than that. It's like Kobe fans and recipes. Kobe. I'm sorry. I, didn't, I, didn't I wouldn't compare. I wouldn't compare Trump supporters to Kobe fans, though. I don't know about that. Man, come on. <laughs> I don't know about that one. Compare them to Cowboys fans. <laughs> there you go. Cowboys fans. Some of them are. No matter what you do. I'm I'm not comparing them. I'm just saying like they ride for them the same way. They ride for him the same way where it's just like no matter what you do, no matter what you say, no matter what anyone else does, no matter what facts are proven to you, I'm finna I'm finna ride for this man right here. And that is completely evident. The man literally said I am going to march down whatever road that is to the to the Capitol with y'all. Where the hell is he? Right. Nowhere to be found. And that's that's one thing I want to talk about. The fact that Trump is going to sit here and he's going to say, I didn't tell them to do that. They decided that they're, See, that's they're, the they're great American patriots. They're that's... great people. They're so special. But he did tell them to do that. The motherfucker is that's pretty the... much inciting a riot. He, he pretty much throwing a rock and hiding his hand. Is what he, well, and 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 yeah, like you said, I wanted to talk about that too because these people, he knows the power exactly. of his words. But you have explainers out there who say, "Well, he actually meant this," and it's like, okay, whether let's just say at the basic level, this is what he meant. This is how it came off, and you know. How these people are going to react based on what right you, you said. you're telling so yes, people you are 100 implicit you're 100 implicit in anything that goes down because you know how these people will follow you and you know how these people are going to act so please don't please don't muddle the water and then pull your hands out and say well I didn't do anything I didn't tell them to do that no you didn't tell them to do that but you know they're going to do it. you're telling armed people who worship you like a god. That they have to be strong. They have to march down to the Capitol. They have to take back their country. What the fuck did you think was going to happen? Like, did you think they were going to go down there and sing campfire songs? <laughs> did you were going? Then they were going down there and say, no. "Mike Pence, please don't certify the election results." Please, Mister Mike Pence, please, pretty please don't. No. <laughs> he knew what they were going to do. The dumbest thing about this whole thing is that, like, this is something y'all asked for. So you... And now it makes me feel like they asked for specifically so this could happen. Because you had no... There was no reason to be there unless you were just trying to sabotage what the hell was going on inside that building. Laying pipe bombs in two different places 
going in and infiltrating the place and shooting the thing up, busting the windows and everything. You were trying to stop whatever was going on in there. Something you asked for. So you are literally hustling back. And it's also counterintuitive because at no nowhere in the Constitution does it say that armed rebellion can prevent the certification of electoral results. So, so did you? Well, I mean, I mean, it, it it can and it can't. And I say it can because if they get in there, that shit's gonna stop. At well, for that moment, it's gonna stop, which is what they were trying to do. Did they think? Well, yeah, overthrow, right. but the government would just. With good intentions, they, some of them weren't even armed. They were, they, did they you were, think you were going to overthrow the government with just good intentions? And then for thirteen to fourteen days until January twentieth, you were going to occupy the Capitol, and then maybe just maybe Donald Trump will stay president. <laughs> they didn't. They didn't think past November sixth. There were literally shirts printed and hoodies printed saying "Civil War." They November sixth was their date for anarchy and they didn't think past that which is the most stupidest thing about the whole thing y'all honestly thought that like this shit wasn't gonna get counted no matter what no matter what y'all did it's it's oh we're gonna come and we're gonna have all these people here to do this for us and then we're gonna do this i mean have this fucking right and it's all gonna be over after that it's like no man like they gonna if y'all kill all them people in that building they're gonna find 200 300 more people right they could literally have killed mike pence and joe biden would still be president right and like i said they didn't think past that all they heard was donald (laughs) trump say november 6th and they were just like oh this is what we're gonna do It it goes to show that like they don't think past um Mr. Trump and his peeps. Well, well, what's funny is that I guess it's not funny. All these politicians and everything are finally scared. That was right. That was fucking. They some cowards to me because (laughs) they. They were terrified. They were finally like, well, you know what? These people are actually crazy. And they didn't think about how crazy these people would get because they didn't think that it was going to get to the get to the level of where it affected them. They never thought it would get to the level to where, oh, shoot, I'm in danger now. But since they are in danger now, now all of them like, wait, hold up, Trump. Hold up now. We, we gotta, we're going to have to reassess some stuff around here because, like, this ain't right. But it took them being in danger, or them having guns pointed at them, or them having a bomb, you know, being placed at their footsteps for them to finally not even to pay attention. The people, pay attention to people. The, the, the senators and congressmen that were complicit in all this, who, if the Capitol wasn't stormed yesterday, they were going to object to like seven states. And cause a one-hour process to last 16, 17, 18 hours. Which, why would you waste which that much time of your life when you don't have to? <laughs> because you are at the feet of Donald Trump. Sucking his dick. Because <laughs> you're at the feet of I mean, hey, he he took his he took his dick and wiped it across the. <laughs> that's a great that's a like great he... analogy for that for what Donald Trump has done the past four or five years. I mean, he he started this shit two years ago with 
oh, if I lose, it's it's a problem. It's gonna be a problem if I lose. I I, I think a lot of people were were you know kind of forming the exit for it, were forming the loss for him. Like, oh well, two years from now, if he loses, this is what's gonna happen. You saw it all over the internet. You saw all these people posting, oh, it's going to be bad. But then you also saw the people who were saying, oh, no, we ain't going to do nothing. It's no problem because we're better than that. We're better than whatever y'all got going on. We we are above that. But we knew maybe you're above it. But these but these motherfucking <laughs> backwoods people ain't. And they finna be out there on them on them on them steps because they heard stand back and stand by. I don't under, I don't know what stand back and stand by means other than what the fuck. That, that is, is the definition of stand back that and stand by. Exactly the definition of stand back and stand by. But while we're talking about all this negativity, hmm? the Democrats took back control of the Senate. And they won Georgia. They did, man. I I, I am so happy about that. Because it's because people actually thought that that shit wasn't gonna happen, they were so 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 confident. And you know, you know what's funny is, I believe Georgia flipped blue because Donald Trump just talked yeah, too damn much. He does talk a lot. He literally, he literally could have just sat back with his legs crossed and sipping a venti freaking Starbucks or, or whatever that shit is called, and. Or play he literally could have played golf for four years straight and won. And won. He 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 talks too much. He lost it for himself. And then he lost Georgia for himself. He lost Pennsylvania. He lost Arizona. I, I really hope Wisconsin. that Georgia Attorney General try and uh presses charges against him because he tried he tried no, to get the are. fucking they're, Secretary they're, of State to are. steal the election for him. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, also, and and sorry, and I missed this point, but I forgot that the people who were out here storming the Capitol yesterday tried to kidnap the governor of. They did, didn't Michigan? they? Yep, they did. An armed militia tried to kidnap Gretchen. What's his name? Gretchen Whitmer. Man, hey, I ain't gonna lie. I know I'm supposed to know her name, but I don't motherfucking know her name. <laughs> All right. We, let's take a break and we'll go to uh college oh, playoff in the future. All right, guys. Welcome back. Uh, we are here. We're gonna flip because we're gonna flip like Georgia, by the way. But, uh, <laughs> we're we're gonna uh flip over to college football because we want to get off something so serious. Uh, we do have the college football playoff coming up, and I actually do want to talk about last week's games because they were extremely compelling to me from the standpoint of Ohio State is very good, and I know people are still mad that Ohio State made it, but come on now. Did we not think they were one of the best four teams in the country? Jesse, not um, I was wrong about Ohio State. I was wrong about Justin Fields. Dude, Justin Fields has um, always been the baller, man. And I, I do want to talk about this. Ohio State does oh deserve God. to be there. Um, they smoke Clemson. Of course yeah, they deserve to be there. they smoke Clemson. I, 
maybe they should have played more than six games, but they deserve it. <laughs> they clearly didn't need to. <laughs> they couldn't, man. It was it was it was some motherfucking COVID shit going on. It didn't matter, man. But it, the I mean, Alabama is gonna win. Like we know that they looked like head and shoulders better than literally mm-hmm. everybody. Everybody and Devontae Smith is a fucking problem. And I say that it's crazy because I didn't I I see a senior wide receiver and I'm like, oh, he ain't all that's not true. That's not true. But well, no, it's not it's not true when especially when you go to Alabama and it's like everyone's good everyone's a good wide receiver at not even going on a tangent, but have you heard the senior wide receiver from North Texas named Jalen Darden? No. That dude is the truth. He gets like four touchdowns no, against North Texas. No one hears about players from North Texas. Still fucking falling. Hey, hey wait, it. hold up now. Hold up now. Hey, T.Y. Hilton went to T. a small school. Don't try since to Andrew Luck retired. <laughs> <laughs> wait, T.Y. Well, T.Y. Hilton had a great season. Oh, it's not this season. Sad. He's been a little slow, but he also got. He also got. And I mean, who? Philip Rivers throwing him the ball, man. The dude is pushing the ball down the field. He shot putting the ball, man. He's got a quarterback who shot putting the motherfucking ball. Don't talk about T.Y. Hill. He that. hasn't been shit since Andrew Luck retired. I mean, he retired. Andrew Luck retired with last season? Like three years ago. Uh, last season, which I mean, last year. it's a fair point. <laughs> T.Y. Hilton had a gr- – wait, no. No, Sean, don't even try me because – you don't even like it. <laughs> Aren't you still a Rams fan? We didn't lose Jerry Bond. I mean, I know we're talking about college football. We're going we're gonna to trade. No, the Matt fuck Ryan. you're not. <laughs> no, the fuck you will not. Okay. You think Matt Ryan in days ain't in Atlanta ain't numbered. You're sad and mistaken. I mean, we're picking fourth over me. I expect Dude, us to get a they, quarterback. Man, I, I totally Look, guess what? He can sit his ass behind Matt Ryan for a season. That's what somebody else said, right? which, which makes sense. They don't need to get rid of Matt Ryan, but it's oh. like. It's going to happen. They don't appreciate him, and as a Rams fan, I would Jared gladly Goff. take him. We got Jared Goff. That's why I just said my last hey, motherfucking Jared season. Goff. What is going on with Jared Goff? He has a broken thumb. He for him to ball out the way he did a few years ago and then get paid and he's been... He doesn't have a dominant running game. That's what the problem is. Look, the running game is actually pretty... I think they're top 10 in rushing. The, the problem is they get to these points where like he has to do something and he has great games, but he also has games where he looks like a fucking deer in the headlights. And when you see it early, and they're just like, oh, shit. Oh, oh, wow, this is about to be bad. You see it early. He, he threw one of the worst picks I've ever seen in my life against Seattle the other day. The dude had 15 yards of green grass to get a first down. And the game, they were winning. They were leading the game. This was for the division. They were leading the game. He was running to the right. He had 15 yards of green grass. It was first and second and second. And the mother, the motherfucker turned into Brett Favre, where he was just like, "Oh, let me just throw the ball 30 yards to the left of me. I'm at the side. Like I'll just go away over there." And it was the worst thing. That sounds like something Matt Ryan would say. What? 
You could have had Matt Ryan a million dollars to run for a first down. He's a quarterback. He's not even a running quarterback. I mean, right. I, I wouldn't expect him to run for a first down, to be fair. Dude, if you got 15 yards of green grass and you don't see anyone, you fucking take that green grass. It, I don't I don't care how fast or slow you are. You should know in your head yeah, that's I'm true. not throwing the ball. That's definitely true. But anyway, anyways, like like we were saying, Alabama is probably the best team in the country. That well, definitely the best team in the country. But I think I I wanted to take this time to to talk about Justin Fields and make fun oh, of you, I'm down for that. Let's not. Let's, Let's run it. Absolutely. And, and I say that because he was the number one quarterback in the nation. Yeah, 2017, 2018. 2018. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Trevor Lawrence was two. And Marie Jones was three. Justin Fields said, I'm going to go to UGA. And everyone was so happy and so elated and everything. But right after the elation, they were just like, "Well, how he, how he is, how was he going to get the spot from Jake Fromm?" And I'm sitting here like, <laughs> "Jake Fromm? Trey, last week, I don't oh, understand how he could not, stay, how he couldn't get the job from Jake Fromm. I don't understand how even Jake Fromm Wait, no, 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 get the no. job. It was not. It was not a matter of could or couldn't." It's they literally refuse to do it. They refuse to do it. Jacob Eason was the starter and then he got hurt. And then Jake Fromm went up to Indiana and beat Notre Dame. And they were just like, oh, we got our dude. And then they made it through a week east to the SEC championship against Bama. They almost beat Bama. And you know what? You know why they lost to Bama? First of all, Bama. Put Tua in. No, no, no. That wasn't it. No, no. First of all, first of all, yeah, Bama didn't matter Bama which quarterback. <laughs> right, all right. Yeah, Bama just beat them. And then they played in the championship game. And then, no, no, no. So, no, no, no. SEC championship, they were beating Bama. And then they put, oh, I'm, no, my year's <laughs> off. They beat Auburn in the SEC championship. <laughs> Yeah, and that was the year they took out Hurts for Tua, and Tua looked off the DB for a game-winning touchdown. (laughs) No, that was the year after that. No, 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 no. That was the same Because the year after that, it was the SEC championship, and they took out Tua for Hurts. Yeah. And, yeah, yeah, you're right. And that was the year Justin Justin Fields came in. So so this is is my point. Jake, Jake Fromm went to the national championship. He came back against Oklahoma. You know, they, they beat Auburn in the SEC championship. They came to with they came to overtime against Bama and lost. And Jake, they were like, Jake Fromm, we good for the next three years, two, three years, we're good. Jake Fromm. Jacob, I mean, Justin Fields comes in and he has all this hype and everything, but he's only playing in garbage time or on special mm-hmm. teams the whole year. Doing mm-hmm. fake, doing and fake punts and shit. He comes in in a tie game in the SEC championship, and they bring Justin Fields in on a fake punt, and literally everybody in the motherfucking state knew what was about to happen. What happened? He got the ball and tried to run and got stopped. 
and everyone was like, Justin Fields is sorry, and it's like, hold up. Hold up. We all knew what the fuck was going to happen when Justin Fields stepped in, stepped in on a fucking punt team. <laughs> what do you think is about to happen? And then not to mention that, they used to put him in in obvious down situations. Like, they would put him in when they needed a quarterback sneak or a quarterback power run. Like, I, I don't know if it's because he's a black quarterback, but Justin Fields can throw the fucking ball. So, um, let the man throw the ball. <laughs> And if I were Justin Fields, I'd be pissed too. I'd be like, hold up, I'm the number one quarterback in the nation. Y'all only bringing me in in obvious running downs, in obvious running situations for this dude? Out my face with that shit. That's the same reason Jacob Easton left. I thought Jacob yeah, Easton was better. Fucking Jacob. Jacob Eason got to Washington. Yeah, I remember seeing Eason against uh, North Carolina. Uh, I can't remember what year it was. He didn't look that bad, so it didn't make sense why he wasn't starting over from. He got hurt. Well, that well, that's the thing. In football, especially in the South, it doesn't matter how good your quarterback is. If your team is good, he's not going to sure. get replaced. So, Jacob Eason got hurt, and then they beat they he threw a game on the Jake Fromm threw a game on touchdown against Notre Dame and they won, and it was over. For I'm Jacob sorry, if I'm Kirby Smart. I gotta go with the quarterback who actually has talent and is athletic, not Jake Fromm who ain't did shit for me but win a game. But now he when he never won a game to count it, a game that matter. And I'm not basing my quarterback's talent because he beat Notre Dame. Right, that that don't mean much <laughs> to be honest. Clearly. Well, like I said, you're not you're not you're not evaluating your quarterback's talent. You're eva- you're evaluating your team's wins. My team won, so why am I making any changes? If it ain't broke, don't fix it. Which is the dumbest Trent thing in football. Right? Which is it is nothing, right? Trent Dilfer won football. No, well, you know what's crazy? Trent Dilfer actually played pretty well in this. Neither here nor there. Won a football, right? Yes, I get your point. Did absolutely nothing. Eli Manning won the Super Bowl. That's yeah. Yeah. Well, Eli- well, actually, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right because um, Dwight Smith had two pick sixes in that Super Bowl, or I think I think his name was Dwight Smith. I don't remember something Smith. Um, yeah, yeah, you're right. Brad Johnson did nothing in that Super Bowl, but like I said, they're not gonna make a quarterback change if the team is winning, which is stupid. I agree, which is stupid. Which is why when Justin Fields decided to leave, I was like, man, take your ass wherever you wanted to go. You were the number one quarterback in the nation to show them. And you know what happens when you decide I'm gonna I'm gonna put my life and my career in my hands, what people decide what people want to say. Oh, he didn't want to work hard enough and he wasn't that good. He couldn't grasp the offense and all that. And it's like, nah, man, if if you're the number one quarterback in the nation and you go to UGA knowing that they had two they had a five-star recruit, and they had a four-star recruit who just made it to the national championship. You know that someone told you that you were going to play a lot more than you actually right. did. Someone told and you. Honestly, to being honest, uh, Ohio State has a more complex offense than Georgia does because Georgia just hands the ball to the running back since they always have a stable of great running backs and then have a quarterback out there. Like, well, I mean, so they – what they're – 
what they call that is they call that a pro style offense, and then they call spread whatever option. Ohio State got spread option, right? What works for you works for you. I don't care. I don't care about all that pro style and what works for you works for you. And if you're a smart football coach in the NFL, you do what works. That's why Bill Belichick is the greatest coach ever. He don't. He's not going to bring people in and be like, oh, no, you're going to do this. He's like, wait, <laughs> what are you good at? Because if you're good at this, I'm going to try that. And that's why he's won. That's why he's made it to nine Super Bowls. Well, and if no, I mean, honestly, more than that, he's made to what, 13 Super Bowls. Mm-hmm. If you want to go back to the Giants days, the man, because the man ain't finna force you to do something that you can't motherfucking do. And, but you get the UGA and they're like, oh, wait, hold up. You, if you can't do this, then we can't have you or you're going to be the third string quarterback. So Justin Fields, which is something I would have did, I would have been like, man, fuck y'all, I'm leaving. Everybody want me. He got Ohio State and what he started doing, balling the, balling the fuck out. And he would have made it to the national championship last year had a dude not slipped in the end zone. Do y'all remember <laughs> that? The dude slipped in the end zone on that what, on, did, in the last, in the last Was it an interception or something? It was an interception, yeah. Dude, the, the wide receiver slipped in the end zone. Against uh, Clemson? Against Clemson, yeah. Got, against uh, Clemson. Jay, Ohio State got screwed out that game anyway, if I remember correctly. Why? Because that, okay. that targeting call. Oh, it I mean, was the targeting call, and then it was the. They only gave the, that targeting because it was Trevor Lawrence. But it was it was a was it a fumble or a inter? I can't remember, but Ohio State ended up returning one of those uh, recoveries for a touchdown. But I think I believe they called it back, if I remember correctly. But yeah, same premise. I mean, you know, Justin Fields is good. <laughs> <laughs> you just hate you nah, take him on you take him on Georgia right now, wouldn't you? Like I said, I have to apologize for what I said last week. He uh he is a good quarterback and he's gonna go he's gonna be the second quarterback drafted in the league. Hopefully that means he's going to the Falcons. Um but if we can't get Justin Fields, I'll take Mac Jones or Kyle Trask or even Zach Wilson. I'll take them three. I'll take him Mac Jones. Why not? Why are you not gonna take Matt Jones? Taking any quarterback from Alabama. Matt Jones is good. Name me one good Alabama quarterback that has transitioned Joe to the Namath? NFL. You want to pull up Joe Namath's stats right now? Okay, he was a junior for nine years. I, I know that, but he's still a junior. Me and Trey have had discussions about older the the older quarterbacks that have made the Hall of Fame with these ridiculous numbers. No, they sorry. But people like Teddy Branson, and, they didn't have all these numbers because offense was but not they didn't as have long as it is today. Terrible numbers. Joe Namath had terrible numbers. And Terry Bradshaw has no excuse because he had two really good wide receivers. And he <laughs> Terry is <Bradshaw>. sorry. Terry <laughs> sucks. Um, you know who also is overrated you know I mean? and Fucking Troy Aikman. He's overrated too. His best his best season was nineteen touchdowns and twelve interceptions. <laughs> I mean, yeah, what Michael Irvin, like one of the greats, and then he had Emmett Smith. I mean, I mean all you can do is be on the team and do the championship. Yes. Yeah. That's all you can do. Oh my god, yeah. Troy Aikman has to, oh my goodness gracious. Oh. Who let's go? Right. 
So anyway, so okay, so so so, so to wrap this up, who um, you got? That's a hard one, considering I was wrong last week about Ohio State. So I, I'm gonna say it's gonna be a close, high scoring game. I I got I got I got Alabama. Alabama by three touchdowns. Sean, who you got? <laughs> three touchdowns. Keep in mind, Bama doesn't have a good defense, so it's going to be a back and forth. Ooh, Ohio State. I, tr- I kind of trust. I trust Justin Fields more, but Bama is Bama. They got more weapons. Clemson has looked shaky all season. Although Trey Sermon is running the fucking ball. It, Clemson has looked shaky all season. Ohio State hasn't played enough. I'm rolling with Bama. Three, three touchdowns. Ish. What's that? You I'm just I'm I'm gonna have to go Bama, and it's and it's just because it's Bama. I'm giving them the Bama respect because it's it's like these if, dudes. If Clemson, they get on, but it, it, I think it's go it's ahead. the fact that they're playing Ohio State. I prior till 2015 or whatever year Ohio State won, I didn't trust Ohio State like I don't trust Georgia, like I don't trust Oklahoma in these situations. So it's like. If if Clemson had blown out Ohio State, I would have been rolling with Clemson. But because Clemson has looked shaky all season, and Ohio State has barely right. played, I I gotta go Bama. Bama smoked everybody that they played this season. I'm just tired. Man, like since 2010, how many yeah. championships you Like six. Enough. <laughs> no. Yeah, I I was I was kind of I was rooting for Bama Clemson part five. Of course you like, do. Of course you do. Like that shit. Um, but I I think I like it, and it's just kind of a deeper thing where it's like these dudes are able to not only have the best starters in the country, but they have the best backups in the country too. Mm-hmm. So they keep finding ways to get player after player after player, even though these players are. It, and it's crazy. And like these days, these players are like, I don't want to go to Bama or Clemson because I'm not going to play for two years. And they still keep finding ways to be better than everyone. Even to the point where, like, other schools are holding caps in the state of Florida or the state of Georgia or Alabama or South Carolina or something like that, and they still keep finding ways to win. And I think that is something to be proud about to where, like, man, hell yeah, man, I want to see y'all play again. These games have always been good, except for that one Sugar Bowl where they played in the first round of the college football playoff, and they had Kelly, Kelly Bryant. That game kind of sucked, sucked but... Well, yeah, he had the audacity to get mad that he lost his starting job with Trevor fucking Lawrence. They had the audacity. To Trevor fucking Lawrence. Yes. And stunk up to join in Missouri. I mean, I mean he's... Like you uh, I mean, <laughs> it, uh, anyways, uh, one minute, Sean. The Longhorns, Texas. I mean, yes, I have the only issue I have with the Herman firing is they hired Steve Sarkeesian, but that made no sense, right? It makes no sense to fire Herman, right? And we have to pay him and the rest of his staff and then hire something like that and then hire Sarkeesian. As an offensive coordinator, fine. I have no problem with that. Even though he's a drunk, I don't have an issue with that. It just, it just made no sense. I, 
Well, y'all know me. I don't have an issue with him If his drunk, if his drunkness doesn't get, it doesn't interfere with his play calling or whatnot. Hey, you know, have a blast. But I, I mean, I didn't mind Herman. Herman hasn't lost a bowl game. But he Herman fired the, most of the staff last season just to turn around and be mediocre this season. I, I can see why they got rid of him. But it doesn't seem to matter what who they hired, from Charlie Strong, from Matt Brown, from 88 different defensive coordinators. It just does not matter. It, You're wondering what happened. Yeah, I made it back. Man, yo, and it was crazy because, like, I had to go to my car and grab another freaking. <laughs> I cannot believe you didn't charge your phone while you were doing it. <laughs> you what? So I can't believe you didn't charge your phone while you were doing it. While you, I was, while you I, was, I was, I was telling Jesse that like I was trying, but my like the charger wasn't working. Yikes! I know, I know that was fucking lame. It was real motherfucking lame, actually. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but 10 seconds and we're going to get right back to your um, Texas point. I don't even remember. Okay, well. You're, talking about, you're talking about Mac Jones. <laughs> All right. 10. Mac. I mean, Mac, Mac Brown, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, five, four, three, two, one, go. But, uh, but, you yeah, know, just looking at all of the hires um, just from Mac Brown and them getting rid of him and then hiring Charlie Strong and him being awful and Tom Herman getting hired and him being average at best, it, it to me, if none of that works, whoever's above him has to get fired. And I think whoever's above him is Chris Del Conte, athletic director, whoever. It, it just – it's just been too many, too many coaches, too many, yeah, assistant coaches, too many defensive coordinators, offensive coordinators. It's just been I, way too many. I disagree. I think Matt. I think Tom Herman is a great coach. He's the most successful coach Texas has as Mac Brown. Um, they ain't saying much. It's only been. He's like fourteen games above one hundred. So, but he has why get and four and on the bowl games, the bowl games. So why get rid of him? Because for has, Steve Sarkeesian, who wasn't that great of a head coach ever. He, his main. He has seven losses against unranked teams since the Texas. Two of them against the fucking. They lost to Kansas. That's the biggest one. They lost to Kansas. I, I can't remember. I remember them losing to Kansas. I can't remember if they lost to Kansas under Herman. I know they did Charlie Strong, but I know when Herman came in, they lost to Maryland twice. Maryland's not a bad team. Maryland is awful. Maryland was a was a. Um, missed thrown touchdown pass from beating Ohio State, though. Yeah, but what about the rest of their schedule? And Maryland hasn't done much, at least in the two years that Herman lost. They're, they're an average Big Ten school. No, Maryland hasn't been good in football like ever. Exactly, and losing to them. Well, now, granted, he beat. I mean, and on top of that, he's one and four against Oklahoma. That's not going to get. He's not going to get it done. He beat well, he lost game. because of one team. Just he lost Oklahoma. his job. Because of the seven ranked, seven losses to unranked teams. But he's 14 games above 500. Matters not when you go to the Alamo. He has won you four straight bowl games. He's won one. He beat a good Georgia team. That says more about Georgia than Texas. <laughs> to be fair. Okay, so so what I what I'm at is like, 
the thing about Texas that I think they just kind of have to look inward is mm-hmm. they think that they can just win at the way that they used to. And in college football, you just can't expect that anymore, especially nope. when, like, all the best players from Texas are kind of going to – they're going to Texas A&M and LSU. They're not going to Texas anymore. So They're going, they're going to Texas A&M. They're going to Oklahoma. Right, they, yeah, they're going to Oklahoma, like places like that. They're not going to Texas anymore. And you're not going to win even with all the money you have. And, and that's the problem about being a coach at Texas. I would never take a Texas job because, like, these people have so much money invested to where – they want a national championship right away. And it doesn't matter what school you're at, you're not going to win a national championship. It's going to take four years. And that's why people getting fired after, like, two years is stupid as hell. Well, yeah. Herman got fired after four, but Herman got fired after four. If if my memory serves me right, the recruiting classes haven't been – they've been great, if I'm not mistaken. I think Herman's first year they were maybe top ten. Right, which and they should be every year. year. At, at the which, University of Texas, you should have a top 10 recruiting class every year. Right. Sarkeesian is not going to get you to the prom. Oh, no, I agree. Don't get me wrong. He's not a better coach than Tom I agree. I think that if they were going to hire Steve Sarkeesian, they should have just kept on him. It, it makes no sense. That made no sense. Steve Sarkeesian isn't going to make a lateral move, though. Like, if he's going to move, he's going to be a head coach. He's not going to leave Bama to be an offensive coordinator anywhere else. That's true, unless it's in the NFL. We saw how that worked out. <laughs> well, so. Right. So, I mean, like I said, Texas has to find – they have a recruiting problem. They're going to have to find ways. Like, Kel- like, like LSU's um, linebacker, Kelevon Chason, he is from Houston. There's no <laughs> reason he should have went to LSU. So, you know what's funny? In the game that LSU and Texas played last year, Kelevon Chason – Knew a lot of the players at Texas, and do y'all remember what he did at that game? No, I do not. He walked over to the Texas sideline, drank out of he got a drink out of their bucket, out of their water bucket, mm-hmm. and walked back to his sideline untouched. And I can believe it. If, if we're honest, like Texas could have had Baker Mayfield, he's from fucking Austin. No, te- no, Texas. Te- no, Baker Mayfield was gonna go to Oklahoma. His parents went to Oklahoma. He was gonna go to Oklahoma no matter what. Texas that- missed out on at least they missed out on some players, but the two players that come to mind that they missed out on was RG three, Sam Howell, and Johnny Manziel. They missed out on Sam Howell. They wanted to put they wanted to put both of them at safety. Matt Brown wanted to put both of them at safety, and that's part of the reason why he got. Fired. Well, because he missed well, out on he missed out on RG three and Johnny Manziel just for both of them to turn around and win high You know so, what's crazy? It's like I think that, that, I, I am here at the point to where I think they should have just kept Mac Brown. Yeah, like, because they should have just kept Mac Brown. They should have just kept Mac Brown, and like I said, I, I just think it starts up top. They they have right. yeah, it starts up top because like these people think that they're better than they actually are. And in college football, I don't care what school you are, you cannot think that way. People at Alabama don't think that way. People at Alabama think, oh, wait, these people are catching up to us. We need to figure something out. If you're going to keep going out here, like, because Texas has all the money in the world. They have their own motherfucking network. They control 
who comes into the league, they control all this stuff. That's correct. You cannot sit here and say, oh, we're good. We're Texas. We'll be fine. And if we're not winning, then somebody got to go. You can't think that way. Nick Saban don't think that way. Nick Saban, mm-hmm. Nick Saban lost to Ole Miss two years in a row and was like, oh, there's something I'm doing wrong. And then he figured that shit out. Well, see, that's the thing. Herman did the same thing by firing half the staff, but which is fine. I have no problem with you firing which is half fine. the staff. You, you should definitely do that. Yeah, <laughs> right. but he did that, and it's still – they were 7-3 this season with the Bowen included. They were average. 7-3 is a good season, which is crazy because, like, there's only, like, three schools on earth that you can get fired for going – for losing three games. Well, mind you, that's seven and three with a shortened season. So they well, could very well like, they could very well be like, seven and five. They could be with seven and five or seven and six. So it's, and if I'm not mistaken, they lost to some they lost to some pretty pretty they they lost to some pretty average teams. I mean Oh yeah, you're right. I mean they 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 had a really good season last year. They beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. They almost beat LSU. Um, they beat Texas once. I mean, not Texas. They beat o- Oklahoma once, right? Or was that two yeah. years ago? It was that was that was two years ago. The same year they beat Oklahoma was the same year they beat Georgia. Okay, yeah, okay. And then they followed that season with almost beating LSU. And they they play Oklahoma to a T, what, twice? Mm-hmm. With um, I mean, I I just I just don't understand. Like, you cannot keep firing coaches in the in this way, in the, at this rate, this fast. You really, really, really have to let these dudes get their recruiting classes in. I thought Tom Herman, Tom Herman was a fine coach. I thought he was, but it's just these people up top at Texas who are just like, mm-hmm. we should be better than this. And it's like, no, well, you shouldn't. This is college football. Which, I mean, you can't assume none of this. Which, I mean, I agree to an extent because it's like, it's one thing I waited, I gave Herman year three. I usually give, when it comes to college, I usually give coaches year three, maybe four years because you, you'll right. know what you're going to get by year three. First year is probably going to be a little rocky. Second, you'll, you'll make some progress. Third is where you should make some actual, actual progress. And yeah, if I'm some not, shit needs to be cracking at third year, right. In third year, Herman's second year, he beat Oklahoma. They went 9-4 and four or 10-4. and four. That was the year they beat – that was the year they beat Georgia in the Sugar Bowl. So you would right. think by year three, they should have ran through the Big 12, and they didn't. They stayed stagnant. They looked great in the LSU game, and they looked a mess the rest of the season. You're right. They did look great in the, yeah, you're right. They did look great in the LSU game, and then the rest of the year was just kind of it's it's like this it's like I believe Sam Ellinger and Texas just made for each other because while Sam Ellinger showed out against Georgia and showed out against LSU, he never got he never progressed. He he stayed right. he showed flashes and then would throw four picks against Iowa State or some crap like that. So it's like <laughs> right. It, it, but I mean, it's in with Texas. It's always been one or the other. They either had a bad defense, great offense, great defense, bad offense. It's yeah. it's never both. They never can just get shit on the same page. So, 
So, it, start, it starts at top. They Chris Chris Del Conte got to go. He yeah. has to go. Yeah. Right. Uh, so let me ask you this: Who? So who's their next big home and home opponent? Because the LSU series is done. Because I the want is done. to say, is it Bama? I think it's Bama. It's either Bama or Ohio State. They have both, but I can't. I can't remember who's who's. The, I'd have to look that one up, but I, I want to say it's either I Bama. I want to say it's Bama, like because I think I saw some shit like that because I've been watching, you know, like you know, the next couple of years because like UCF. I think UCF plays Notre Dame sometime soon, but I think that's just kind of like a conference conference type deal. Um, but I do think I think Texas has like some like like you know home and home with someone. From my understanding, looking at this, um, they got they got Alabama in 2022, 2023. Pretty much their next few home and home games are Bama, Michigan, Ohio State, and Georgia. Oh, that's awesome. That is awesome. No, that's good. That's really good. And if you I get mean, your recruiting right, man, if you get that recruiting right, man, like playing against those teams only helps. It only helps. Um, like and we were talking last week, man, playing playing someone like UCF um doesn't help. As good <laughs> as UCF has been, playing someone like that doesn't help. Doesn't help you at all. But playing against I mean, these big schools, you could lose against these. You like there's only benefit from playing against big schools like this. Playing against not, Michigan, playing only, against Georgia. I feel like that only that only is reserved for SEC teams because you see, you look at a lot of these Big Twelve teams or even these these Big Ten teams, and they'll tell you that the division is weak, and their point will be proven by them losing to some of these big teams. You're right. You're right. So it's like, I I, I get it, but it it if like if 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 Texas because Texas is gonna get smoked by Alabama, we're just gonna call it what it is. Um, like if Texas gets smoked by Alabama, well, I mean, it would have to be a competitive game because when they lost to LSU, no one thought that Texas couldn't hang. They just lost a really good game and they lost to the eventual Heisman winner. But then right. you look at the rest of that season, they look lackluster. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean. Yeah, because like at first it looked like a good loss, and then they were like, wait a minute, wait, hold up. Something ain't right here. Yeah, because I think, if I'm not mistaken, Texas was top 10. They were eight. Yeah. Coming off of the Sugar Bowl win. They were they were in the top 10 because, like, I remember because, like, I'm, you know, I'm a big, I'm one of the biggest LSU fans, you know. LSU mm-hmm. won, like, Eight top ten games that year. Yeah, I think they beat they beat Bama, Texas A and M, Texas, Florida, Clemson, Oklahoma. Um, no, no, no. Texas A and M wasn't ranked in the top ten at that time. I, I think I think the stat was just kind of just skewed to make LSU look better, but they had beat teams who were ranked in the top ten at one point. So I think they beat Georgia that year. Yeah, they beat Georgia that year too. Georgia was ranked like five. So I think it was like nine teams who were ranked in the top ten at one point that year. Mm-hmm. And they they beat them all convincingly yeah, too. All, yeah. <laughs> um. So let's flip to NFL playoffs. Oh, um, we, we got we have our our Saturday we have a Saturday shaky game, man. And it's on motherfucking um. No, 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 no. 
that's that's not it. So, who y'all got in these this first weekend? All right, we got Colts. Bills. Someone pull up the schedule. Someone pull up. The we schedule. Got, I don't have it. Colts play the Bills. Rams play the Seahawks. Buccaneers play the football team. <laughs> I like that name, by the way. I don't. He does Keep like it. that game, and I. No, I like that name. I like that name. No, I'm cool. Oh, the name. If you, you don't add a mascot to that to keep it moving, it's not it's that a, hard. It's, it's a team with no name, like a, exactly. a, a Game of Thrones reference. Mm-hmm. Let me see that. that so, I know, Jesse, that. tell me why you think Washington is going to beat the uh, Buccaneers. Go ahead. Because <laughs> no, no, no. they're at home. <laughs> no, that ain't even it. That ain't even it. And you laugh it down. Don't, don't have a Tom Brady like, game they lose. Because Tom Brady all season has struggled against really good front sevens. Tom Brady's entire career has struggled against front sevens. But this season in particular, he has thrown lots of picks. He's been sacked, and he they lose every time. He's throwing, they play a really good defense. He threw 11, he threw 11 picks. I don't care if they or not. They have, a really good, they have the best front four I've seen in a long time. Tom Brady didn't throw that many picks. Don't make it seem like he's James Winston. Tom Brady threw... 40 yeah, touchdowns. James, he, he threw 40 touchdowns and 12 picks. He didn't have that bad of a season. That's 12 actually, was bad for Tom. 12 was bad for Tom. 40 is great for Tom. So I'm not understanding what's wrong. 12 interceptions is terrible for Tom. I'm not rolling. I'm not rolling. I, I'm, I'm telling you, the football team is And plus, on top of that, this isn't the first time Brady's thrown for 12 picks. Tampa, in the season. Tampa Bay is overrated, and the football team is no good. I'm not rolling. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, so. Let me tell you why Tampa Bay is probably my favorite to make it to the NFC Championship. I think, and I've always been a Brady hater. I don't know if anyone follow me, follows me on Twitter, but I've always been a Brady hater. I've been right there with you. <laughs> I, I, won't, I won't necessarily call him a system quarterback. I just think, um, especially in these Super Bowl games, like he hasn't played particularly well. He's only played well in like two Super Bowls and he lost both of them that he played well in. So no, he played he played well in that uh in the, the Falcons one and the Seattle one. Okay, touche, you're right. You're right, you're right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. So okay, so he's only played well in four of his nine Super Bowls. And the Eagles right there was in that? No, he played yeah, yeah, that's in there. He played well in that. Oh yeah, he played yeah, he played he played well in that one too. That's the I was talking about the ones he won. Not the ones he lost. He did play well in yeah, five yards. He played what like the one so the ones he's lost that I that I tallied the um the damn I it was he lost it he lost it he lost to the Giants twice in which neither one he played that great. No, so in the Eagles one he played great. He didn't do good against the Rams. Hell no. No, the second no, both games against the Rams didn't play well at all. No, he didn't. Um, the the one against, okay, so he's one and three in the ones that I thought he played well in. Uh huh. The one that I thought he played really well in that they won was against the Panthers in 03. He played super good in that game. Mm-hmm. And then he played, okay, no, two. Um, dude, okay, two. One against the Falcons, one against the Panthers. And then. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, go ahead. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna just skip that point. Anyways, 
I think the Buccaneers are going to win this first round game because their offense is finally clicking. They had no offseason to get all of this together. And they had no preseason. And the the reason the reason this offense takes a while is because Bruce Arians just be out here just trying to launch that shit all the time. <laughs> He just be out yeah. just trying to launch it, man. Hey, we finna throw this thing as deep as possible all the time. And yeah, he's the reason Jameis threw 30 interceptions. Well, he yeah. I mean the James threw 30 interceptions. We're not doing that. No, no. so no, if you if you go back and check, every quarterback that Bruce Arians has had has had their worst interception season ever. Brady didn't, that's what I'm saying. No, Brady did too. Brady had no. Brady's had twelve before. He had twelve early in his career. He had eleven. Two, he had eleven two seasons. He, he's he rarely throws more than ten interceptions. That's so you're kind of making his point. No, I'm not because he threw two interceptions two seasons. He threw eleven interceptions two seasons ago. No, with he didn't. Belichick as his coach. No, he did. Yes, he did. No, he did. I'm looking at the stat. He threw eleven two seasons ago. In 2018, he threw 29 touchdowns and eleven picks. Right there. Hey, well, <laughs> I corrected. As a matter of fact, his first full seven, six or seven seasons, he threw at least 12. 12, 14, 12, 14, 14, 12. And so he has 12 now? He has 12 now. He has 40 and 12. That's actually – he hasn't thrown – the 40 touchdowns is the most he's thrown since he threw 50 in 2007. So that means he airing that bitch out. He has Mike Evans, Antonio Brown, and Chris – is it Godwin? Yeah, Chris Godwin. I air it out too. No, that's what I'm saying. No, no. Well, he has Bruce Arians. He's been airing that bitch out. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, to be fair, I mean, his running backs are Lennon Fournette and who? Ronald Jones. Ronald Jones. Which, I mean, he should be running the ball, which is, uh, I mean, with all of those weapons, you want to run the ball, but I mean, they don't do it. it. They don't. They don't do it. At least they. Don't, they at least don't do it effectively. Um, what about the other games that we have that uh, which y'all got? Because like I like I said, I I don't see Washington doing anything productive in this game. I've seen worse. I've seen crazier things happen, but I fully don't expect Washington to win. We got the, we got the Rams, Seahawks, and then we got the Bills and the Colts. Here's who I got. I got the Bills beating the Colts and the Seahawks beating the Rams. Sounds about right. Okay. And then, and then I got the Titans beating the Ravens yet again. I got the Saints beating the Bears and the Steelers beating the Browns. I will roll with that. I'll roll with that. I I I don't have really many objections, um, unless if if Jared Goff has a good Jared Goff game, they're they're gonna beat the Seahawks because the Rams' defense is better and their offense is just as good. Mm-hmm. Ravens, Titans. They're playing in Tennessee. I just think I think the Titans are going to win. I know you have the Ravens. I think the Titans are going to win. Saints. I think Titans, Titans win too. I think. Wait, who had the Ravens? Say what? I said who had the Ravens? Oh, I thought someone had the Ravens. Sorry. No, I picked. I picked Tennessee. I'm rolling. With, I'm rolling with the Titans. I think the Titans are going to win. The Saints Bears game is. I don't think the Saints are that good, but I know the Bears are sorry. Uh, I, I, the fact, I, I didn't even I don't even know how they made the playoffs. They made the playoffs because the because the Cardinals imploded. That's exactly what happened. 
They made the playoffs because the Cardinals decided, you know what, I'll just start losing now. <clears throat> Brown Steelers, I think it's going to be closer than we think, but well, I wouldn't be surprised if the Steelers blow it. To be honest with you, they they haven't really been good all season. I mean, yeah, they're not that they're not that good. The no, defense has just been doing pretty well, and mm-hmm. I mean, they're doing really well, honestly. But yeah, I I don't see the Browns going in there and beating them without Beckham, honestly. And I know I know they have like this Ewing theory to where like, y'all know what the Ewing theory is. I have no clue. <laughs> so. Once Patrick Ewing got hurt, the Knicks made it to the NBA Finals, and they were mm-hmm. so they called it the Ewing theory because like the Knicks were just were just kind of good in the nineties, and then Patrick Ewing got hurt, and then they made it to the finals. They didn't make it to the finals until he got hurt, so they traded him the next year, and then mm-hmm. the next twenty five years of the Knicks have been sorry. So, <laughs> so they call so they call it the Ewing theory because like when your best player gets hurt. And you start playing well. I mean, you you really can't even call him their best player, though. Who's their best player? Nick Chubb. Get the fuck out of here, bro! Shut your <laughs> ass up, dog. Shut your wait. ass. Wait, 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 Nick. Nick Chubb is their best player. Yes. And, who, and who do you think is the best player? Beckham. That's because he went to fucking LSU. That's why you say that. Yeah, ain't wrong with that one. The only reason why is because I feel like Beckham could be, but for whatever reason, uh, I don't know what. They play better without him. I don't know what the. I mean, that's the Ewing theory. And then they play worse without Nick Chubb in the lineup. That's because when Nick Chubb isn't playing, they decide to stop running the ball. Here's the only way the Browns are going to win on Sunday: if they give the ball to Nick Chubb about thirty times, and then they utilize what's his name, Kareem Hunt. The way he should be utilized, because they don't use they don't use him like Kansas City used to use him. They need to use him right. No, they do. The they use him right. That's why they're twelve and four. They do use him really right. They just they don't they run and they don't put him out the backfield enough. Well, to be it. fair, I mean, if it, don't, if it looks like they don't run enough, because Nick Chubb is, is the number one back. Well, they can definitely throw the ball to him more. He don't he don't have that many catches, does he? <laughs> I'm sorry. Who are you asking? Kareem Hunt. No, who are you asking to throw the ball? <laughs> who is a who has an average to good quarterback? Either way, that's what yeah. That's if, the only way they win. They they have to ask. They don't ask Baker Mayfield to do a lot. Once you start asking Baker Mayfield to do a lot, is when they start to lose. That's not true because they they almost beat the Ravens. That when that game it was forty seven forty two, they all, he almost beat the Ravens by himself. If they so had a former quarterback one hundred percent. So, I mean, you have a, I mean, Baker Mayfield was the bottom. It's probably at the bottom of the league in terms of just quarterback play in general. Honestly, this this is best season in my opinion, just because Baker said, "Fuck all y'all talk. I'm about to show y'all I can lead the team." And he's he's been at least trying to lead the team this season. All he all he's all he's been this year is not a fucking thumb sore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, he hasn't. He's he played better this season. Shades of his rookie his rookie self. Bro, they gonna pick up his fifth year option, and then they are gonna give his ass a hundred million. They gonna trade for they gonna, Watts. They, they gonna give his ass a hundred million dollars. Oh, hey, great segue. We'll we'll go straight to Deshaun Watson and Texans. What's <laughs> what's gonna happen with the Texans? Uh, and we'll finish it out right after the Texans. I don't. Um, I couldn't tell you. I I would think 
that with him getting a contract, they're not going to trade him at least this season. Um, they may see how it plays out with the new GM, but I mean, I don't think they will just for the simple fact that trading your star receiver and training your star quarterback back-to-back seasons, that it's not going to look great. It's not going to look great to fans, which I mean, it's well, already, it's already well, not we looking great. Break, you had a good point. You said they need to trade Deshaun Watson and Jacksonville for number one pick. That was, a pick that was a pick that came up, but thinking about it, it makes no sense to trade for an unproven. It makes no sense to trade an already proven quarterback for an unproven quarterback. Yeah, especially, no especially when, like, the problem with the Texans is not the quarterback. Exactly. The problem with the Texans is every other piece of – The problem is that they're overpaying J.J. That is not – that's, J- that's not Watt an issue. Is they have the cap space. J.J. Watt is washed the fuck up. He needs to be tired. Maybe one more – maybe another play on the defensive line. Dude, their problem is they gave Bill O'Brien all this power. That – is where they oh, yeah, because J.J. Watt having eight, eight, eight sacks in two years is not the problem, Dude, right? He's, no. been, he's been injured, man. Come on now. I don't want to hear that it's shit. It's not even that. It's the simple fact that nobody else on that squad can generate any pressure. He leads the, lead, he leads the team in sacks, and he leads the team in – he's tied for first within the set. Out of all the DBs on, out of all the DBs on this team, why does he have – why is he tied for first on the team with interceptions? How many he had? One. <laughs> that was the lead. That was that was the lead. The, the team. On the team. That was the lead. No one else had more than one interception on that team. No DB, no quarterback, no no one. No one. So also well, I, I will I will give this point. I don't understand why they traded Clowney. And I will say that he tried. No, 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 no. Clowney last year, I think he was third in like um like time to get to the quarterback, I can't really say the stat, but like he Look, he was the third fastest in the NFL to the quarterback. I don't care about and all you that. Know why? If you ain't hitting the quarterback, that's all that fucking matters. But you want to know why? Quarterback. That's the thing. He was the third he fastest played, in the NFL. He played on the other side of Watt, which is why I don't think he wanted too much. Which is part of why he got traded. I'm not giving Clowney 15 million a year. I am not doing it. That's a lot of money. I'm I mean, not exactly, I mean, and that's see, the point. He's, like, on, he's on IR again this season. Exactly, so. and my thing is again, while I hate, while I hated the Kalani pick when he was drafted, because I knew we were going to have problems with him coming out of South Carolina. I mean, for fuck's sake, he had he was having a motor issue his last year. <laughs> so <laughs> motor issue, he had he had to hit against Michigan and Outback Bowl. And so I was like, you know what? Let me see how he's going to fare well. And the first game was against North Carolina his last season in college. He did nothing against North Carolina, mind you. Nothing. So it's like I didn't mind him being there, but for 15 mil, you could go get another pass rusher. They just refused to go get another pass rusher. Right, right, right. So, for, I mean, I'm glad he got traded, but – between the money that they paid Merciless, Merciless did absolutely nothing this past season. Zach Cunningham led the league, led the, the, the team in, in tackles. So, but it, it, you would have known it. The defense just couldn't generate pressure at all. They they didn't have a single turnover until game four or five. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and again, I can't put that on Watt. I mean, you, they got rid of. 
the Texans have gotten rid of every single player that has balled out because they didn't want to pay. Yeah. They got rid of Matthew, who is balling out of Kansas City. They got rid of A.J. Boye, who balled out and they didn't want to pay him. They got rid of Glover Quinn, who led the league in interceptions the year after he left in Detroit. They just they, – they don't want to pay anyone, right. which makes no sense to me. And as far as DeAndre Hopkins is concerned, I don't know what that was about. <laughs> it, was, it really – it honestly – and I know this was an emotional pick because there's no way Bill O'Brien called around the league for offers. There's no way he did that. Because he would have – if he would have made some calls, if he would have made some calls – he would have gotten exactly what they have got, what they got for Stephon Diggs. He would have gotten at least a first round from the Eagles who needed a receiver. He literally did not make calls. There's no. He didn't make it, and he tried to he tried to piss on us and tell us it was raining by saying that that was the best that they can get. No, You're no, telling no. me the that's best a fucking lie because Diggs got traded what a week later for way more. And. It's kind of it, you look dumb as hell when you trade for a running back and then you're last in the league in rushing. For, for you them, trade the best, arguably the best wide receiver in football for a hurt running back past his prime, which you didn't even need to do that because you could have kept. Carlos Hyde had a thousand yards last season. Duke Johnson may have had five hundred. That was a good running back town. They can get the job done. And, and and forget that. Even if you don't want to keep him, what you do not do is give away a pick. You could have, you could have saved your pick, and picked up Jonathan Taylor if you really needed a running back. For real, and like I said, I think Hopkins is the best receiver in the league. You, I'm not gonna. I would argue that. You cannot, you cannot, but not shop this man. You, if you're going to trade him, which. I, I whatever the problem they had with him, you know, his girlfriend or baby mom, whatever, man, whatever. If you got to get him out, you got to get him out. But Wait, I'm not trading him unless I'm getting at least a first round pick. Not for no motherfucking David Johnson or whatever else they got out of this. Not coming off of a game where you have how you, I, can't, I can't remember if it was eight or ten, but against the Kansas City Chiefs, he had 115 yards. He was a standout player. In a game where they blew a twenty-four point lead that in one is quarter, completely stupid. So I mean, it's it, Hopkins is serviceable. He missed maybe one game in his entire career. He's always on the field, and he always all you really need to do is give him a quarterback. You gave him a quarterback. You didn't even have to. He played with. Didn't he play with motherfucking Sage Rosenfeld? And he Brock played with Sage. Well, see, his 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 worst year was with Brock Osweiler. So I can't. I can't. And he almost got a thousand yards. So as far as I'm concerned, I, I'm not. I have I have no affiliation to that team. I just don't. <laughs> I can't. I can't. It, it's just you blow blow a 24 point lead in the quarter, and you get a raise, and you trade, and then you trade your star receiver, and then you start off 0 and 4. <laughs> and now the Dolphins have third pick in the draft. You don't have a first or a second round pick, and you just went 4 and 12. That is the second time that's happened to this franchise in the last five. Years. For the the year before they drafted, was it the year before they drafted Deshaun? No, it was the year. It was the year Deshaun got hurt. They didn't have a first or a second, and just went four and twelve prior. Well, so 
which I'm not they I think that Dolphins pick is for the left tackle that we got. Yeah, you got but it's still not right. And he's a really he's a yeah, very yeah. good tackle. Well, the Dolphins have a really good pick. They're really a really good pick coming off of a ten and sixty. Oh, Jesus yeah. Christ. Yeah, yeah. And they're gonna get. They're, they're, they're gonna get. They're gonna get either Devontae Smith or Jamar Chase. Yeah, which, yeah, because they need some receivers. Right, which would have been the replacement for Hopkins, which is even. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I could have had Jamar Chase. Oh man, we didn't even need. You know, I always thought we need. I always thought the Texans needed a number, an actual number two receiver because Will Fuller. Can't say healthy. They're gonna lose him too. His healthiest season, he gets suspended for the rest of the season because he's on PEDs. <laughs> I always, I always thought they need a number two receiver, and they, well, they get, got Brandon Cooks though. Brandon Cooks has had six concussions over the last six years. I'm cool. He's also had thousand yards receiving on four teams. Cool. I'm cool. I'm cool. He didn't have nobody, no receiver on his team had a thousand. Not one, not Randall Cobb, not Kenny Stills, not Keith, no, no one. This, this franchise is terrible. I'm cool. I'm never picking an NFL team again. <laughs> well, on that Thank note, you. on that note, we will wrap it up. Um, awesome. I appreciate it, guys. I appreciate it, Sean. Thank you for having me. I appreciate we it. We will catch y'all next week on What is Brewing. I said that wrong. What's Brewing? I'm drunk. Like I'm always drunk, man. Peace. Yeah, man. Bye. Adios.